She's got things. She's got things. Okay, I think we're ready. People's windshields are shattering. Now that I have your attention, welcome to that Park Life Podcast. Surprise, we're here on a Monday. Surprise. Yeah, we we heard we heard what you people said. Thank you for responding to our um what was it that we had? We had a poll. I don't know, but I don't feel like referring to our listeners you as you people. You peeps. You people. How about my peoples? Fine. Our our peoples. Our peoples is. Yeah, so we are recording a little bit earlier. We've got some things to cover today. There's really not a lot going on in the news. That's all right. Um, yeah, we got a couple of nugs, some small little nuglets. Yeah, but we got a fun topic. We're going to talk about some fireworks show because we just had Fourth of July. We did. So yeah, we're going to talk about some of that. And uh, but first, I mean, what's what's going on over there? Well, um, speaking of Fourth of July, that's probably the most eventful thing that I've done in the last week. We went to watch the Magic Kingdom fireworks. So they do them over, I'm sure I've mentioned this like a million times and everyone's like, who cares? But they do them over two nights, July 3rd and July 4th, which mm-hmm. is so great because it gets so crowded. Um, we did not go to the park on the 3rd because I went last year on the 3rd and it was crowded. Very crowded. Oh yeah. I think I remember you telling me this. The zoo. So we went to the the uh, Polynesian to uh, photograph the fireworks over there with a the, the bunch mm-hmm. of us. Um, here's a moment. We had a moment or maybe what I, I had a moment where I realized that, uh, I haven't made it in life yet. And there's a group, group and a group of people who have made it. So um, a few of us got there really early. It was like 645, 7 o'clock. The fireworks were at 915. But we wow. knew if you want to get a good yeah. spot up against the fence and the beach, you got to get there early. And the honestly, the weather was kind of nuts. It had been kind of cloudy. Not kind of. It was like really cloudy and a little bit rainy and a lot of lightning, actually. So it wasn't too, it wasn't like hot and sunny. It was just hot. Yeah. So, okay, getting there early isn't really the end of the world. But we're waiting on the beach that's um, it's technically a Polynesian beach, but it's like really close to the Grand Floridian. It's if you've ever been to the Luau over there, it's it's right next to it, and okay. you go one step further past the beach, and you're at the Wedding Pavilion. Okay, so it's right there. So we're waiting there, and I had just gotten there. There were a few photographers there already who had been waiting longer, and a customer comes up to us and lets us know that at 7:30 p.m. the beach will be closed for a, <gasps> for a private for a private. I'm gonna leave end the sentence there. Yeah, for a private Club 33 event. As if they don't have enough, now they get my beach. You were so, like, we got here, we got here. Oh, oh, sorry about wait, that. Do you, have, do you have dogs? We have dogs, and she's very mad right now. Probably because she saw Bunny in the yard or something. Oh my gosh! Bunny likes to do some yard watching in the late, in the early evenings. And um, now that she's seen something, I don't know. She's growling at it. She must have seen somebody. Oh my goodness! I'll have to get her in a minute if she doesn't stop. But. Okay. Um, so I was going to say, you should have been like, we got here early to hiss at people and now we have to leave. <laughs> yes. So, uh, we, I mean, we were good about it. We laughed. We walked away. And the middle beach was also closed, not for a private event, I don't think. They just like closed the beach. So we went to the beach that's actually right next to the ticket transportation center. Like we're right where the ferries launch. 
Um, it was a good time. It was an awesome sky. I know I posted a photo of it on my uh, Instagram at Energy Adventures. Follow. Because mm-hmm. um, it was it was like a really cool sky. But um, there were a bunch of us there. There were about seven or eight tripods in a row. Okay. Um, and the beach got crowded. That's how we know the park was going to be crowded. But I had two friends that were in the park and they called me like, do you have any more room on the beach? Because we're out of here. It's too busy. I can only imagine. And they could barely get out. I mean, they caught the last ferry before they shut it down. Um, The fireworks wound up getting delayed 15 minutes because of the lightning and rain, mostly lightning and wind. Um, But they just made it on the last ferry. And they said they were like pushing to get out of the park. To the point where my one friend who was not aggressive and a little short, shout out Lillian, um, (laughs) <laughs> almost got into a fight because someone was giving her the business about it. So about like, you know, not moving or telling her that she wasn't right. really fast enough or who even, I don't remember, but it's this like that crowd stuff that just happens. Really I'm like, did so. you go through the Emporium? That's what we do. We're like, if we, well, can, just get, thing. If we can just get to Casey's, we'll be yes. fine. But the problem usually at that point of the night isn't even that it's then getting out because the exit bottlenecks, like you can't get out right. the way that they right. do it. And I understand because they still have to allow people to come in. And it was technically before the fireworks started. So I'm sure there were people like trying to run in just to get uh, and people were lining up. It is actually it's it's like a sardine experiment. It's, it's so did they much. make it in time? They made it to the beach in time. Yeah. Luck, I mean, the delay of the fireworks kind of helped out. Um, actually, there's OK. There's a thing that happened on the beach. Oh, my gosh. That this I debated not- whether I was going to talk about. But like oh this is just between, just between us. Right. <laughs> just between us, girls. Just Here. between friends. Um, so we. We're on the beach. It was me and some of the people you may know. I mean, the Disney Kremlins were on there. Uh, yep. I think that's all that's been on this show. Um, some people that I've probably talked about before. Um, we, you know, we're hanging out and chatting and whatnot. <laughs> we we photograph the fireworks. Everything's cool. We leave. We're all like, I'm headed home. The people that were there on vacation were heading back to the resort. And I get a message or we all get a message from someone in our group because someone that we don't know personally tweeted something about us oh about the group of us what and it was like and it was not nice oh it was negative no uh this person who does not need to be named because she does not need any more attention um just had had a nickname for us that was weird and bizarre but not necessarily flattering and she called us the uh brigade of tripods which by the way if you saw the caption for (laughs) my photo uh i did there's the word brigade was used in there if you're wondering why we were kind of okay okay. it was an inside joke but among all like i don't know eight or nine or ten of us um but she just was like ranting about us i let to her and her perspective we were being loud and obnoxious Mm. and we were not super welcoming to women uh, by the way, I don't even know what that means because, <laughs> however, all that of just us sounds happen- like some, somebody's just dramatic. Yes, somebody we all to were guys. Trouble. The guys, you know, happened to be all guys, but I'll, I myself not included. Nicole was not there, but those of us who have a partner of some kind, they either brought their girlfriend or fiance or wife, yeah. and they were all there. They just were not the ones who were fo- using the photo, right, you know, the right. cameras on the tripods. So we were like, what does that even mean? Like, where? Oh, we were. I, I mean, I don't know. I'm the one involved. And you always kind of think, well, I, I didn't do anything wrong. But like, we really weren't loud. We were. First of all, they're fireworks. How can you be that loud? <laughs> like, <laughs> I think it just sounds like maybe somebody's jealous. I mean, yes. usually when people post that stuff, it's more about them and stuff like their own issues than the people they're posting about. Yeah, so. but I, I'm choosing to look at it like, well, maybe I've made it. Because now I got my <laughs> people first. People are talking trash I got a about hate you. Tweet. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you can like have your own hate. You can read your own hate tweets now. Yeah. Who does like, that? Is read, it Jimmy Kimmel or yeah, whatever? I, I could do the reading mean the tweet. mean tweets. Um, because I don't want to define my success by someone yeah. else's misery. <laughs> but um, I did have a moment where I was like, she took the time. 
She took the time. You're <laughs> like, I'm important. Mm, thank you. Thank you. Whatever your name is. Yes. And maybe we well, handled I... we may have handled it a little immaturely by tagging Gosh. that person in our photo, all of us who posted a photo. Stop it. Uh, I think as an adult I do wind up I did wind yeah. up regretting that. So don't judge me on that. I have learned my lesson. Don't 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 fight. Come back. on, Greg. Yes. Uh, you represent the pod now. Rise Come on. above. She doesn't know. The thing is, she doesn't know who I am. I posted it not with the, that podcast, not on this, you know. Oh, she knows who you are. Instagram account. But regardless, and aside from that, like weird, bizarre ending to the night, we had a great time. I, we, I think we wound up getting a, a bunch of photos. Good. It, I um. Oh, go ahead. It It's important to me, though, to point out that like how cool it is to be able to go to like a place like Disney or something and wind up meeting some new people or going there with some people, you know, mm-hmm. and we all have like this thing in common. So even mm-hmm. if it's not photography, hopefully you're doing something like that in your life where you get to meet up with people who like doing what you do. Cause it was a cool moment. Love that. Well, I missed the fireworks live because I had, I know I've been hyping it up and I was talking about it all last week. I missed them because Doug and I binge watched stranger things. Three. Oh, no spoilers. Only did season one. No, I mean, okay. episode one so far. So no spoilers, um, but we binged it all on that day. We, I did have some neighbor kids that were like, we're staying up till midnight. And I'm like, go you. I'll be <laughs> not doing that. And then they realized at midnight that it didn't drop till 3 a.m. Yeah. our time. Mm-hmm. But apparently they stayed up because I messaged one of the girls the next morning and she was like, we're up. We're watching it like y'all are crazy. Yes. Um, but yeah, so we binged that and I totally spaced on it because I just you get sucked into it. No pun intended. <laughs> um, but... Yeah, that was kind of like our 4th of July thing, and I loved it. And we also saw Spider-Man. Oh. I don't know. I'm sure they haven't seen that. Have you seen it? I haven't seen the first two Spider-Man. This this like iteration of Spider-Man, I haven't seen. the. There were two, right, before this one? Homecoming mm-hmm. and Far From Home yes. or whatever? Well, or maybe it was the opposite. Yeah, the opposite. You know what I mean? Uh, I haven't seen them, so I didn't watch this one yet. Super good. Highly recommend it. Can't wait to be able to talk more about it. It was really fun, really awesome. There's some fun Easter eggs in the end of the movie. I thought that was awesome. Oh my gosh, I love Easter eggs. I know. Um, okay, so something else that I was looking at too, and I was going to ask you about this, was... Yes, before we started recording, you were telling me about uh, yeah. you're looking for Funko Pop. Funko Pop. So I yes. originally was looking at the uh, Splash Mountain one, because I guess they're doing these like plush Splash Mountain things yes. that are coming out. And so I was like, oh, I forgot about the Funko Pop. I'm going to go see if people are still selling them on eBay. So I looked at those, and they're still, you know, kind of the prices you would think. But then I started looking up the Haunted Mansion ones, and they are outrageous. Like, so, people, I'm like, are y'all actually selling these? So, wait, before you say the price, is this for, like, okay. a, a kit or a pack? Is it, like, two? Is it the oh. one where it's, like, the two Br'er characters in, like, the, the log flume? Well, there's there's four. Like, okay. there's four of them total. Um, And so, some, some of them are, they just have one. So, like, some of them just have Ezra. The Hatbox Ghost is the most popular and the most outrageously priced. Ezra and the Buggy is one. Then they have Gus. But then some people are selling all four together. And they're just outrageous. Like, I'm curious if people are actually paying this amount of money for them. I mean, it's like four, five, six, seven hundred dollars. This one is. Yeah. This one is posted. uh, It was posted in July. And it's all four of them. And it's. Uh, $1,199.99. <laughs> and it says 10 people are watching this. Oh my God. They're watching that instead of getting a platinum annual pass. Jeez. I mean, right? So I just thought that was interesting. Oh my God. So, these are what, so what are you missing from your collection? Or what is it that you're looking for? Well, no, I, we don't have any of them. And I was <laughs> like, we don't have any of the Haunted Mansion. The only Funko okay. Pops I have are 
um, Hocus Pocus. Oh, Hocus Pocus. Which, which I haven't pulled them out of the box yet. I'm still debating if I should or not. Think they'll be worth but, something one day. I don't know, but I mean, I'm just—I don't want something to happen to them. The, so beanie, the beanie baby effect. Where I haven't decided if I'm—I don't I haven't decided if I'm an in the box collector or out of box collector yet. I've always thought of you as out of box. <laughs> Terms that I'm learning. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Doug is clearly an out of box, considering all the things that are on his desk right now. Uh, I, I may end up pulling them out, but so, but we do. We did want the haunted mansion ones. But not if they're this price. Like, no, no way, dude. And this is like that thing where they go on sale in the park and there's a maximum number you're allowed to walk out with. Correct. People buy them sometimes just to put the money eBay because they happen to be here when they yep. go on it, sale. Yeah. And some, you know, so there's only like this many in the world. And so I guess that's why these people can get away with putting them up. I don't know. I can't handle that. I mean, this one person, they have theirs is for $35.99, which is not bad. No, and how much are they to start with? Probably not, like, probably around that price, right? That's like 20 like, bucks. They're like 10 I mean, each of the, I can't think tonight, y'all. I'm so sorry. Each of the Hocus Pocus ones I got, I think were $10 each. They were $10 oh, each. Forget like, it. Like, normally they're like 10 bucks. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah. People's is redonk. Um, oh, one other thing, by the way, I did over the last couple of days was I saw Phantasmic for the first time. In like, I don't know, six or seven or eight years or something like that. Oh, wow. What so did you think? I'm going to tell you when we get to our oh, Nighttime Spectacular okay. tips. And it's fresh in the mind because, again, I haven't seen it in a while, but it's now yeah. fresh in the brain. Well, something else we were talking about, too, was uh, bathrooms. <laughs> <laughs> bathrooms at Disney because um, I have a neighbor, I like in kind of a new neighbor. We've like said hey to each other in passing, but another neighbor introduced us and she was like, Hey, we were walking the dogs and she, um, our neighbor was like, this is the couple you need to talk to. They're the Disney people. Okay. And so she was like, hi. So my husband told me a week ago, we're going to Disney and I'm very oh. A-type and now I'm freaking out. <laughs> and so I um, came home and I, I got her some stuff that I gave to her to take with her. But I also sent her like a whole list of things like Disney tips. Yeah. And one of the things was bathrooms. I found myself like we were talking about bathrooms. I'm like, there are good and good, bad. There are good and bad. Cause you said, there are better toilets to poop at <laughs> than others. Yes. And I somehow managed to not record that part of the conversation. And yet here I we mean, are again. I'm just saying it's true. Yes, it's true. Some... There are t-shirts out there that say I pooped at Disney. Come on. Well, I mean, everyone has probably done it if you've gone. That's over the course of your yeah. vacation. But there are um, better ones. Than and there are some bathrooms that are number one for number two. But it turns out mm -hmm. not what we'll be talking about. I don't think, today. unless you have a news story on toilets. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, okay. I don't. All right, well, let's talk about some news then. News nuggets. Dip them in your sauce and put them in your mouth. Think of it a dancing mood. This, this beat's doing it. Hold on. Is this what all the respected news journalists do when the, mm -hmm. <laughs> during commercial? Well, side to side with the head there? Yes. If I had a pony, I'd be doing that. A ponytail, oh. to be clear, not an actual pony. I've got a pony, not um, a real one. Let's start out over in Animal Kingdom for we'll a show that I don't... I really only seen once, okay? And this is not Rivers of Light. That's a different story. That's, that's later. <laughs> we'll um, talk about that later. The Up A Great Bird Adventure mm. is closing for a few days. It's not a very long time. It's okay. really only a week. It's September 8th through the 14th, the reopening on the 15th. So no, it's really not going to affect a lot of people because it's just down for a week. What do you and, think they're doing? Well, 
the original Flights of Wonder. I hope that's the name of it. Um, that was the original show. And then they introduced the Up A Great Bird Adventure. I want to say last year when the uh, park turned 20. Because I was I there. The, right. I think I was there for the first day it was showing. Or around there. Maybe second day. But definitely that weekend. And like it wasn't a bad show. You know. The bird yeah. stuff is great. You know. That's like what they've always right. been doing it. Uh, the characters i guess you could say and i don't mean russell and doug i mean like the actors or the narrators or whatever they were okay like, you know mm-hmm. maybe they were getting i feel like they weren't quite in their groove yet but I'm i mean not... they can't have it all they're the bird people <laughs> well yeah ultimately they are bird people. Like, i can't be a narrator and a bird person i can only be one one or the other and i remember reading right. reviews from that day about people complaining that the birds weren't cooperating and i always roll my eyes down. i'm like they're You're at like, the end of the day wild animal. they're birds like yeah. they're they're flying around in the air they they probably they probably know more about pooping at Disney than anyone else. That's true. They um, haven't done this a lot. They give them some time. Yes. And even though, but like, they're bur- who cares about that? I was m- more concerned with the, I guess like the storyline, the jokes that they were doing. And by the way, I'm on board with corny jokes. So you're not, it's not never a problem, but they weren't even, weren't even that corny. They were just bad. But um, I think that's what they're doing is working on the okay. uh, elements <laughs> of, yeah, the human aspects of the show, maybe more than the bird stuff. Yeah, we have not been to that one since they changed it. Okay. That's usually something we do with Doug's family. So I'm thinking that may be something we do uh, when we go with his family. Okay. They do like to do, his mom loves to do the bird show. And it's just kind of a nice little like, hey, let's sit down for a few minutes and recollect ourselves. And this will be a new show for yeah. us to see. So, and I always enjoy it. For some reason, I feel like we always end up timing. Well, I guess if you get there at rope drop, but... When they do the the bird, the parakeets, mm-hmm. uh, when the park opens, yes, we've. I feel like I've seen that so many times now. Just from like the time it, we just happen to to be walking through that little section, like right when it happens. But that's still a cool little thing that they do too. Yeah, um, but on nine fifteen on September fifteenth, we'll figure out what exactly was changed with this show. Yeah. Can't wait to hear. Are you getting to go to it then and see? <gasps> no. <laughs> So somebody else, feel free to reach yeah, out. I'll watch it on the YouTubes. <laughs> One of our listeners, the YouTubes. Uh, well, the only news nugget that I had was the uh, the Disney World buses. They have the Sensational Six out now. So there is going to be a Mickey bus, a Minnie, a Donald, a Daisy, a Goofy, and a Pluto. Um, they're going to all have big colors from like their from their colors, their character colors. So like red and yellow for Mickey, um, polka dots for Minnie, pastel hues like a Daisy stuff like that. And the buses are going to include uh, new interiors. So they're going to have all new interiors uh, with blue seats, laminate floors, and my favorite USB charging ports located between the seats throughout. I love it. So they can steal your data. Yeah. <laughs> no, That could be it too. No, that's probably, uh, you, know, you know, you're always like, Oh man, I need to charge. That's a great, I mean, those will probably always be taken. I'm sure that's going to be a thing, but yeah. So those are going to be rolling out. I like new stuff. I like mm-hmm. the new buses. I'm already on board with it. I don't think there's anything wrong with the no old buses. Well, You're already on I'm on board with it. I like what I did there. I'm on a roll. So, um, I don't know if they need much more technology. I just was reading a couple articles about it, and uh, someone said they how come they don't have Wi-Fi? And I was like, "You're on the bus for how long like at most? Fifteen minutes. What are you gonna do with Wi-Fi? You know, what well, I mean? like people are always gonna complain about it. I mean, we just talked about people complaining about birds not behaving yes. right. <laughs> The bird like, didn't exactly do 100% what the person said. They flew I mean, a little bit really to the like the bird was tired, you know? <laughs> it's like people. The bird has a mood, yeah. too. 
Any kind um, of baby step is a good step. Yeah, and the USB thing is awesome. That obviously that you have to remember to have a wire with you, otherwise it's you know useless. But um, anytime you get to charge your phone a little bit, it's great. Yeah, every time we go over to the tangled breast rooms, which are my favorite, there's I mean there's all those USB things are almost always taken up. Yes. I feel like everybody's yeah. always charging over there. So. Um, I was hoping people aren't like tripping over cords and stuff, but I'm, I'm sure there's some type of safety measure. Because everybody always has like the short cords. So you'll just walk over Not to me. a barrel and there'll be like six phones laying on top of it. And like, there's just people sitting across the way. They're watching it. Oh, in the tangled sure area? No one, yeah, they're watching okay. it making sure no one's stealing it. But then like they'll walk over every like few minutes to check on it. But that might yeah. be a disease. That might be an obsession. Um, yeah. There is something else in the in the news, and um, I feel like we're all missing the big point or like the most important aspect of of the new Little Mermaid movie. Right? Oh God, here we go. No, 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 and not about that because <laughs> anyone who has a problem with that should actually just stop listening yeah. because well, I'm done with you anyway. But um, I need to know who's going to be the voice. I just need to know because listen. This, these are big claws to fill, okay? Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's going to be still Jamaican, right? Or this, what we consider a Jamaican? Jamaican? You heard that. Hold on, wait. Me soul on fire, feeling hot, hot, hot. I don't know, like, are they going to make it sound that way, you know? Like, they got to make sure, like, make it sound. That's how we got to talking about it, because we, we were like, this guy sounds like he's in a bathroom. Yeah, so well, that's the thing. So maybe in this new version, they're going to mm. let him sing hot, hot, hot. And it's going to be like he isn't on his deathbed. <laughs> yeah, I was like, is this a dumb question? Is that guy still alive? Uh, he's probably not. I don't even, I don't know. I guess we could look that up. Look that up. There's only one. It's, um, like getting, it's like James Earl Jones. There can only be one James Earl no, Jones. But you cannot recreate that. I'm sorry. When we were, uh, now you and I know this, but when you and I were just starting to record, I just happened to, I kind of like accidentally hit that, hit that sound bite. But I think I fell in love with this sound even more. Because I've just kind of like overlooked the beginning of it, just getting to the point where he was straining to sing. But the beginning of the sound bite might be my new favorite. Hold on, wait for it. Oh my! <laughs> speaking oh, my. Of, speaking of, no, I thought of more of like speaking of being in the bathroom. Yeah. Oh my! <laughs> That's when you walk out of the bathroom. Oh my gosh. Uh, well, and then also Doug was telling me he was reading an article. He was like reading it out to me or whatever, but about Mulan and how it's not even going to be the same story. Which is good. Like, who cares? I don't know. I, w- I love new stuff. So give me well, something we new. Because we're like, you're doing all these other ones almost exactly like the animated films. And then all of a sudden you're just choosing not to do this one like that. Well, let I me mean, ask you a question. You know, Beauty and the Beast was like shot for shot almost. Let me ask you a question. So if they continue to do the same thing with each movie, at what point would it be acceptable for them to vary, for them to change it up? Never. Never. <laughs> you got my point, right? Because at some yeah, point we're all going to be like, well, okay, are they going to have a new story or something? But I mean, I get it. Like cult- there's culture changing and all of that stuff. Like, But they're doing a lot of these close together. It's not like these are all far removed from each other, especially with Lion King coming out, which is also going to be essentially almost a shot for shot thing. But then, and then who knows what Little Mermaid's going to be like, but then it's like, they're outright being like, mm, Mulan, mm-mm, we ain't doing it. No, nope. we're, we're doing our own thing here. <laughs> so it'll just be interesting, I think. Oh, because he was saying there's not going to be a Mushu. Oh. It's going to be a completely different like sidekick. Okay. So that's what threw me off was how can you, 
Like, how can you not have Mushu? How can well, you not have like that? Here's how I can survive without Mushu. I haven't seen Mulan. So oh my god! I don't even know. Dude, Mushu is the I, jam. Like no, he is the movie. I know the character Mushu because he's an yeah. available emoji on Emoji Blitz, and I do know that Eddie Murphy does the did the voice. Right, and I'm like, him. and Eddie Murphy clearly still alive, yes. so he would be perfect to do that. Yes, clearly alive and has at least ten kids. I mean, dishonor on you and your cow, Disney. So oh, I'm saying, is, oh, is I'm that where that's from? Because that's where it's from. All the dots have connected. Yeah, maybe you need to see it, Greg. Jeez, All we right. do a Disney podcast. I know we do. Well, listen, I can't. I can't see every Disney movie. I've seen a lot of them. You've been alive a long time. You've had plenty of time to You're do it. You're older Doug than I am. Doug and I, I am not older than you are. We're the same age. <laughs> Doug and I was just like three years ago. Maybe it was when we decided that we were just going to do a marathon. Like, so we started watching them. It only took us like a few months to watch all of the animated ones. All right. I guess you're better than I am is what you're saying. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Yes. All right. <laughs> uh, let's do some history. History. You can go first. I feel like I always go first. So go ahead. I feel like we need an intro for that too. I was waiting for one. And then I realized we don't have one for that. History, 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 history. History. Okay, so in 2007, this week, the deconstruction of the 50-ton Mickey Mouse arm and wand was coming down. The oh. one that was, it was moving on Epcot Spaceship Earth. So that's when they started taking that down. And they also took down the 36-foot-high Epcot letters and colored stars splashing across the sphere. Um, this is one of those things that seems to be polarizing, which is kind of silly when you think about it. It's just Disney World, guys. But... Um, are you a fan of the wand? Either that said the year 2000 or the word Epcot? Um, I mean, it didn't bother me. Okay. I guess it's one of those things that was there for a while. It was there for a while. A so while. you just, like, you get used to it. Now, the only, thing, the only thing that I'm like, no, was the cake castle. Like, that's something <laughs> that you're like, uh, no. Like, take it down right now. Here, um, but that wasn't, I mean, it was, you know, it here, what it is. Here's the thing. I like the wand. I thought it looked cool. The, the year 2000 obviously couldn't have lasted forever. So right. they took the 2009. They just put the word Epcot. I wish it was still there. I do think it looks nice. I think it looks mm -hmm. even better at night. Um, and the cake, here's the thing about the cake castle. Okay. I, I was there, the I was there. Me too. And so was Doug. Yeah. And, no, but it was before you guys knew each other. Right. Isn't that weird? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But we were both there like that in that year. We yes. were both there with our families. I remember it. I thought it was cool as a kid. How do you not remember it? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it's some things I don't remember, yeah. but I, I don't remember half the movies I've ever seen. So there's that, but I do remember the cake and the real reason why I would love for it to come back is just to watch all the snowflakes complaining at Mad about it because oh yeah, just people to get pissed off. Yes. Well, the only thing that we were talking about, I, th I don't know if we talked about this on another podcast or not, but uh, like another episode was how pissed would you have been if that, like if you got married that year? I don't know. Well, because I'm like, how did that go down? Like I would love to talk to somebody that said, Oh yeah, we planned our wedding that year. We had our wedding that year, and this is what happened. But, because there, in what world are you going to be happy about that? But let me ask you a question: How do we know? Because they don't just randomly do a redo of that, and you have to book your wedding a certain number of months right. out. So it is possible that they told their the right. Well, that's what I'm curious. I'm like, did they tell you, hey, there's going to be a new like layover on the castle? Yes. Yeah. At least I got, well, at least with technology now, they can do whatever they want to, at least at nighttime. Yes. But that can go away 
you know, like it's not something that's there all the time. Yeah, they're probably not going to do something like that. You're right, because they could just project. Also, let's talk about where is that stuff now? Like, where is the castle layover? Is that like folded up somewhere in a warehouse or did they like give, did they trash it? Is it in a landfill? So awful. And part of it was just repainting. But as far as like the swirls on like the other, like uh, almost like marshmallowy looking things on it, I'm sure there's something else. They are constantly repurposing their stuff. I mean, the archway that says, uh, the Magic Kingdom on it is the archway from the old MetLife building in Epcot. Yeah. And the Wonders of Life Pavilion. So like it, they're constantly reusing stuff. It would be funny if they did like a throwback and did some of that digital stuff in one of the castle shows. Yes. People would pay for that. Yeah. If they did like a retro night and they should. Could you imagine if they played yes. Wishes, by the way? It would be packed. They'd be sold out. Oh my gosh. They would be at capacity if they did a Wishes night. It would suck because you wouldn't be able to go because it'd be so packed. Well, whatever. I would yeah. I would go. I would go for that. Um, My little piece of history goes way back to 1994 when we were, I don't know, nine or ten years old. We were we little lads. You were a lad? Oh, my gosh. We were, we were lad and laddies. I learned so much <laughs> on these podcasts. Um, the Legend of the Lion King opened in the Fantasyland Theater. It has since been replaced by... I'm allowing you to guess. Oh, Phil or Magic? I don't know if you actually knew or not. Okay. <laughs> I feel her magic. Yeah, I, rem- I remember seeing The Legend of the Lion King for sure. I don't know if I remember that. That doesn't ring a bell for me. Because at the time, you could see that show in Magic Kingdom and also like their uh, environmental film thing over <laughs> in the land. Um, it was one of those times where you could see two different Lion King I feel like I shows. do remember that. I remember the, envir- the environmental yeah, thing. Yeah, that only recently yeah. closed. But The Legend of the Lion King was there for about eight years or so in that theater um, before you went into the actual theater where there was the show, there was a, like a little pre-show. It's a, pretty much the same area where you are now, where you get your glasses and stuff, because it wasn't 3D. Um, it was closer to the, the Voyage of the Little Mermaid in Hollywood Studios, because there were live, mm. I'm going to say actors, lar- live characters on stage, okay. in addition right. to, you know, animatronics and stuff. Yeah. But it was cool. Like, I, I remember liking it. Good stuff. And those are your historical facts for the day. No, that's nice. That makes it sound like there was something wrong. For the week. All right, what do we got tonight? We're going to talk about nighttime spectaculars. Yeah, so I know. Spectaculars, um, that's a weird word to say. Well, and the way that this is phrased, the nighttime spectacular tips, (laughs) it sounds like our tips are spectacular. And maybe they are. Who knows? Maybe they're things you haven't thought about before. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah, I mean, I was thinking about this when we, when I was coming up with, well, what would I recommend to people? Or like, what are some points I want to make sure I make? Um, and some of them are, if not like a lot of them, the ones that we're thinking of are just almost like a mental preparation. Because sometimes you have to Correct. anticipate that if you have an idea for a fireworks show, expect that half of the people there have that same idea. Mm-hmm. So if you think you've got a great spot lined up in the hub or just outside Main Street, probably for the, of course, I'm talking about Happily Ever After. Probably right. a lot of people have that same idea. Yeah. So you kind of have to be aware of that and, and prepare. And I'm guessing that between the two of us right now, we're going to come up with some ways to prepare and have your best possible experience yeah. for the Nighttime so Spectaculars. So we're going to start with Happily Ever After. Yeah. Um, do you want me to tell you what I have or do you mm-hmm. want to go with yours first? Okay. Um, I just kind of have in here to get a spot at least 45 minutes to an hour before. Uh, what Doug and I like to do, even if we're with family, is basically everybody go sit in your spots, like save some room, and then other people can go and get snacks. Yep. Or the bathroom, vice versa. Like we swap out. It's just Doug and I, it's easier to hold spots. But, um, and you want to make sure you're holding like a good amount of space because I, I, 
I'm just going to be honest. Some of this is a cultural thing about personal space. I think we've talked about this before, but there are some people that will, will legitimately just squeeze in yes. and like be touching your entire body. And you're like, <laughs> and they think that that's okay. And you're like, no, that's not. Mm-mm. So some people you're going to have to shut it down. Like there are people, I think Doug was even saving a spot. Like when I was gone to the bathroom for happily ever after, and people were still trying to stand in like, it was yes. literally like him, a spot for me that he was kind of holding. And then there were two people sitting beside me and he's like a family of three walked up and they're trying to get in this one little time. I mean, it's just, that's how people are. In science class or some other class in school, did you ever have like a, a jar full of rocks and you would say, oh, this is a full jar. Oh, and then the teacher about. would put, pour sand in it and then it right. would be full. People are the sand. They will find the little tiny gaps in like, between you. Water, because then your teacher puts water in. Yeah, and something, like, and it's oh. even more. And that's that's yeah. just real life when you're yeah. waiting for these fireworks. So you kind of have to be. I mean, you kind of have to stand your ground. And I'm like, here's a tip: don't look people in the eyes. Pretend <laughs> <laughs> like you don't see them, and they won't try to like ask to get in your spot or whatever. Um, <laughs> that's really funny. Avoid all eye contact. You're no longer people. Contact. Yeah. <laughs> um. The, I think are one of the best places I would say is kind of near the partner statue, like Mm -hmm. in the the hub area, or maybe like right behind that area too, is great to watch the fireworks. I tell people don't get too close because you will miss some things or you'll be too close to kind of see the big picture. Yeah, it's true. I mean, if you're like front row right there, basically at the base of the castle, one, you're going to realize that you're going to be looking up, not in a way that's really straining your neck, but it's not going to be as comfortable as if you're back a little farther and for sure the perspective of the fireworks really isn't as good at that point no and you will notice that is one of the places that gets filled up the first Mm -hmm. like that space fills up really quickly if you can find a space on that any kind of like uh, the lining of the fences over there that's where you want to snag a spot Um, i'm on the fence with the sending people away for snacks and bathroom thing and i wrote that down like i i wrote send away a person to get snacks and i thought like hmm one thing i i I'm concerned about what that is. I guess you have to do it like not too close to showtime because sometimes you'll send them and they can't get back because in the right. 10 minutes they were gone and even longer if they're waiting in line to buy something, it gets fill- all the sand comes in and fills yeah. in the gaps in between you guys. So just just kind of keep that in mind if you do send someone away, try to make it the best possible way for them to be able to find you. But it's, but it's also hard because you don't want to like both of you get into a line like two hours. You don't want to have to waste yeah. two hours just no. waiting. Oh my so gosh. it cuts out less time because it's, Hey, let's go get a spot and then you go do your thing, come back. And then like, if I need to go to the bathroom, I'll run and do that real quick. Yeah. Like, and that kills time you're, too. You're filling in, yeah. You're filling in that time. Um, but I, sure. I, mean, I think an hour is a good, like 45 minutes can still be kind of cutting it if it, you're doing that. But an hour gives you a good, a good amount of time. For real though. I mean, if you think about it, you're in the park the whole day, maybe use that opportunity to just sit down and relax. You might be a little bored. You might be tired of playing on your phone or something, but just like take it in for a second and, and relax. If you have to sit down, um, I jotted that down, too, because I thought if you're going to want a prime spot, I would say 45 minutes to 60 minutes. If it happens to be a particularly busy day. Now I'm yeah. talking like on the night when they're doing specialty Our fireworks. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, pretty much every night in summer. But on those rare, more rare occasions where they're doing something like this week where the 4th of July fireworks or the New Year's Eve or even on the nights of the Christmas or Halloween parties, maybe even a little earlier, depending um, but that's if you wanted a spot in the hub. I'd say if you're looking for a main street spot, you can roll up 30 to 45 minutes ahead and still be okay. For the moment, this is in general. Obviously, some nights are going to be a little bit different. 
but you're right. If you're up, if you're up in the hub, the partner statue area, it's a good 45 minutes is, is I would say like a minimum. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I, and then also if it's like, Hey, you want to be first to get out of the park, then you want to be out near the gates, like um, up top at the train station is yeah. a great spot, but even right in the middle there by the flagpole, it's a great spot. We've done that before where it's like, okay, we're all going to be here. And then as soon as it's done, like we run to it's the modern relief. Yeah. It's actually a relief to me sometimes to be at the end of main street or even in the train station, because you know that that monorail line gets oh, busy. It's ridiculous. Monorail we, or ferry. Which we didn't realize until our last trip that you can take the... Don't even say it. Don't do it. Okay, I won't take don't it. Don't you dare. I, mean, I won't take People it. pay a lot of money to stay at those resorts. Don't you dare take their, that monorail. <laughs> um, the, but yeah, so that's like another another great spot if you're just like ready to get out. And they started opening up that side, which yes. we didn't know until the last trip. We were like, they're opening up the sideway. It was like genius because we literally got to the front in like three minutes. Yes. Doing that. That, that is nice. Um, I did also write like, oh, if, if you know you're going to watch the fireworks at night, pack for it. So mm. when it's really, really hot, you don't want to be lugging around a big giant backpack all day. Then maybe maybe make use of the lockers. If, if it's important to you then you're will- and you're willing to spend the, the couple of bucks it is for the locker. Honestly, I think it's worth it because if you're going to be sitting there for 30, 45, 60 minutes, whether you're the one going up to get a snack or just hanging out, bring some stuff to entertain yourself, especially like an extra bottle of water or snacks, because this time of year is hot. Hot, hot, hot. As, as Sebastian would say, hot, hot, hot. Um, <laughs> so, and honestly, bring a fan, bring a cushion or something to sit on. Who cares if people are judging you? Whatever, man. It's your butt. Be comfortable. Um, That's the quote of the night. It's your butt. It's your butt. It's so, your butt. Be comfortable. <laughs> or if you're like, Doug, you have no acetol. Well, that's, and that's the difference between me and Nicole is I'm never comfortable and she's always comfortable sitting on the floor. That's just how it is. But, um, and you know, I would say if you are not looking to be a part of the sardine area that can be in front of the castle and you're okay with a more airy version of the fireworks, then don't wait outside the front of the castle for the fireworks. I mean, if you're here, they're just for the fireworks and don't mind missing the projections on the castle which in my opinion do enhance it that's like the true version of the show then don't because you can roll up to so many areas in liberty square new Fantasyland, old Fantasyland, frontierland 15 10 minutes before the show and get a great yeah get a great viewing spot so we just got to think about what it is you're looking to get what's more important to you the the dead on like a plus view or like a b plus a minus view with no one around you um, now we may talk about this moving forward, but I guess I was going to ask you how you feel about the dessert party stuff that they do, because they pretty much have that for almost all of the nighttime spectaculars. They do. I haven't participated in one. I understand why people do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not knocking it. It's just, I don't think ultimately it's for me. One, cause I'm very wallet motivated. Yes. I eat cheap. And for the most part, whatever they're going to have for Nicole is not going to be worth the price because the gluten-free ver- and I'm sure they have gluten-free options, but is it like 40 to $50 worth or however much it is now? I don't know. But um, you do have a designated viewing area for it. So if that's what's important to you and you don't mind shelling out the extra money to have a designated area and have a bonanza of desserts, then go for it. Yeah. I think that, that would be cool too. Uh, so let's move over to Epcot. Epcot. So currently Illuminations... And in mm-hmm. the not too distant future, I mean, from the release of this episode, we're talking less than three months when it'll, it'll turn into the temporary Epcot forever, which is kind of strange if you think about it when the way that I said that. But for the most part, it's not going to change. I mean, the viewing areas of the fireworks in Epcot are so different. Yeah. 
it's just a different ball game. I mean, this time around, everything happens in front of you because they happen in the seven. Nope. The, uh, oh my gosh, what is the name of the world showcase lagoon in Epcot? And you just stand around the lake. Yeah. Um, is that all you have for your tips? Say again. I said, is that all you have for your That's tips? That's all I have. No. And this is a little bit different. So typically you don't have to show up, at least in my experience, I haven't had to line up very early like you do at Happily Ever After. I'd say if you want to guarantee yourself a front row seat, and by that I mean like you're up against the fence, basically, that is between you and the lake, I'd get there about 45 minutes early. There are some areas that tend to fill up more uh, fast, more faster. Hey, I was an English major. Did you know that? More faster and gooder. <laughs> yes, totally gooder. Um, they do fill up faster. And that's, at least in my experience, over in the Germany pavilion area, there are like those... Uh, almost like docks, like they kind of jut out into the water a little bit. Peninsulas, if you will. Yeah, those tend to fill up because you kind of have like your own little area and people want that own, like they want to feel like, the, you know, they have their own space. And I totally understand that. That'll fill up a little bit quicker. As kids, we always went over there. I don't know what it was. We'd get a big pretzel and uh, and we would go and sit and eat and wait for the fireworks. Um, as an adult, though, I've had a lot of good luck in the Canada area. Okay. Um just for whatever reason, it's not always as crowded. I feel like the Japan area is really crowded and well, the Germany here's, area. Here's why I think that is, is because um, typically I was like reading up some stuff too, but typically they say the wind is pushing that way. Yes. And because there's a lot of smoke and stuff with that, uh, with that show, that it usually blows that over towards the France and UK pavilions. Yes. I have and noticed that, but in my experience, it was always like, more France than UK. And okay. it might just be time of year that we used to, before we lived That's here, when we were traveling here, it, it, it might change, you know, season to season. But I've lucked out in the Canada area. Yeah, um, because they were saying, if you want to avoid that, then Norway and Italy yes. is the like better side to Correct. I totally to agree with that. Mm -hmm. As far as this, the way that the wind can blow with the smokes. But definitely pay attention. It might sound kind of silly that I'm going to tell you to pay attention to the wind direction. You know, lick, <laughs> lick your finger and put it up in the air and see if you can feel which way the wind is blowing. Because there are days when the wind's blowing a different way and you don't want to set yourself up in the Italy area and the wind happens. It's the one day right. a year the wind's blowing that way. So it's just like when you're around the campfire and you move to the one side because the wind's blowing all the smoke that way and yes. then you move to the other side and, and then, then the you wind have black lung. Yeah. And then you're, yeah. You have the black lung pops. Um, here's here's a, a tip to think about. If you are not front row, in other words, you're not up against the fence and you don't want to have to like kind of look around someone. There are actually plenty of spots where the people who are front row are sitting down. There are a lot of benches. You may not notice it, but certainly right outside the Japan Pavilion, there's a few cement benches right there. Stand behind them because those people are sitting. They're not going to get up. And even if a kid stands on the bench, they're not going to be taller. Generally, obviously, there's exceptions, but they're probably not going to be in your way, even if they're standing on it. Um, also, feel free to stand behind Granny in the scooter because yeah. you know she's not going to be standing up. That's just that's how that works. Um, I'm not saying trying to make light of people in scooters. I'm saying like, think about that. Like yeah. someone's got to stand behind them. It might as well be you. You you know, they're not going to get up. Um, yeah, same thing if you're, if you're there with families and strollers and sometimes the parents will stand next to the stroller and stand behind it. You know, like just think yeah. about what's in front of you. Cause there's kind of like think outside the box a little bit. I mean, that's kind of, I mean, I think that's kind of, that covered it for me. I don't really have anything other than what you said. Uh, Time-wise, did you say a time? Like how far yeah, before? Like if you want up against the fence, like 45 minutes or so. Okay. I, I mean, feel like 45 minutes is like across the board. Yeah. In general, I would start there. Yeah. Um, something to keep in mind with illuminations, because you're around a lake and that 
all areas of the lake aren't exactly created equal. There are, there's at least a couple of areas where you won't be able to see, you think you can see the fireworks, but you actually won't really see them that clearly, regardless of whether we're talking about illuminations or whatever Epcot forever is going to be. There's like an island um, of like trees and stuff in the way. So if you can't see directly across to the other side of the World Showcase, then like maybe that's not your spot because a lot of, although yes, the fireworks are happening in the sky, there is still some stuff that's happening kind of lower to the water. Well, and that's, well, I mean, I guess that'd be the case over in America, mm -hmm. right? Because you have that big stage in front of you. Yes. So kind of be aware of that. Yes, they're going to be up in the sky, but there is some stuff happening in the water as well. So I think that's all we have for Illuminations, right? Yes, and now we're on the Fantasmic where it's about to get very opinionated. Oh my gosh, it's about to happen. It's about to happen. Do you tell me. Okay, so for Fantasmic, what I have um, is it's outdoor. You can bring in your own snacks. So that's one thing you'll have to obviously get those. I don't think that is as easy to send somebody out to come back in. I don't think you can do that, can you? Here's the thing. I did that. Oh, so, you did? Um, okay. They actually sell refreshments in the amphitheater, kind of like when you go to a concert or you know yeah. an arena, stadium of some kind. There are there are two booths that sell booths. refreshments. Just to be okay. clear, they're not really full meals. Those they sold like nachos, churro bites, big, big Mickey pretzel, and I think some of them are selling just hot dogs. Okay. Um, no, I'm gonna say burgers or chicken tenders or anything of any more substance than a hot right. dog. Just be aware of that. Um, they did serve alcohol though, um, so you can leave your seat. And it's stadium amphitheater seating. So that's like kind of one thing, which is nice. Even though it's right. annoying to have to walk out in between people, it's at least kind of like set. This is a walking area. This is a sitting area. That part's nice. Um, I'll be honest with you. When we were getting seated, I broke off from the group to go get a big old cup of water um, at the uh, refreshment stand. And it was, you know, it took a little while to find where, the, where my friends had gotten seated. But here's a tip for you. Um, there are two refreshment stands. The one... The first one, the line was stupid long. And then the one in the back, I was maybe three or four people next in line, okay. you know, in front of me. Now, eventually people started to realize the same things, but you got to like get there quick. But you can right. bring definitely, it's, I mean, it's Disney. You can bring your own snacks yeah. pretty much anywhere, but it's an outdoor theater. So there's a lot fewer rules as to what type of food and drink you can do. Right. Um, I did have like fast pass that could help you skip the line because the line starts getting pretty crazy like an hour before. It does. So again, 45 minutes to an hour, there's a line. Like you're actually going to be waiting in a line. It's not like you just find your spot. Like you have to wait in line and then they like walk you in and seat you. There yeah. is lots of seating, but a fast pass will help with that if you can. Like, I guess my recommendation for that is if you're sort of like at the end of your day and there's a fast pass still available, like grab it. Yes. Um, sure. You don't, you don't want to use it as one of your three because that's just lame. <laughs> it is lame. Yeah. Um, um, go ahead. So we, here's the thing. I think I broke a rule. Okay. We okay. were, we did not have a fast pass and we, we showed up about, I don't know, eight ten or so. And there was no line yet. Um, okay. So we walked directly in, but there were already a lot of people seated. So I think they were letting people in a little early. It had, it was raining. So maybe they were trying to like just mm -hmm. get people seated. Yeah. So just kind of like that part was done, if that makes any sense. Um, and by the way, you're not allowed to have an umbrella during the. While you're, while you're waiting, I wasn't going to keep uh -oh. my umbrella open during the show. I'm not, I'm not stupid or rude. You're like, sir, sir. It wasn't just me that like a lot of people had umbrellas on, but it was raining. I didn't bring my poncho. But anyway, so, um, I, we walked in the regular, like the standby line to sit down and, uh, the refreshment stands are on where you would be entering as if you did fast pass. So I had okay. to leave the standby area and then I wound up merging in with the fast pass line. 
So oh. we accidentally, I think, got better. See, I'm not telling you to do this. Just right. if you happen to be going to the refreshment stand. I know. No one's paying attention. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Well, this, I mean, the cast members saw me, but I didn't like I didn't know that's what I was doing. Uh, you know what okay. I mean? I thought, well, yeah. I'm going to go to the refreshment stand because I wanted a beverage. But in order to do that, you had to like walk out of where you were and into the other line. And like, gotcha. I, I, I'm like, oh, my God, I think, guys, I think we just switch over. And to be clear, they don't get better seats. It's just more of a guarantee. Yeah, you're going to get a seat section yes there were plenty of people who got there in the standby line that had the same seats just they were on the right hand side instead of the left hand it's the same show and there's the same distance away it's just whether you're in the middle right. left or right um uh, so yeah you, get a fast pass if you can but it's not the end of the world if you don't get a fast pass there really isn't right. a bad seat there yeah i was gonna say too if they say like you can get a little wet if you're at the very front yes you can get better pictures that way. But the other thing is basically sit towards the middle or the back for better views. Yes. That was the only other thing that I had. Um, They're bleacher seats, guys. Here's yes, my, they're bleachers. It's like one of my number one complaints about this show. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not comfortable. And I know that maybe my comfort is not the most important thing of this show. But like, it's annoying. We sat on that bleacher seat for about 35 to 40 minutes while we waited. And there's no back to the you know the bleacher seats there are no back or anything so i know it might be costly for them to put in like those bucket seats like they do at baseball games but then again if you do that then you it's like a finite number of seats where you could possibly fit three people or two people would have fat would have sat right i get it but it's just like man it's so uncomfortable um that i don't really like the show but that's besides the point so um <laughs> If you like watching a lot of things projected on water screens, Fantasmic is your yeah, show. There's a lot of water screens on that. A lot of water screens. But people love it. So I'm not what, saying don't, don't go to see. Isn't that one where if it's raining pretty good, like they they will delay cancel it, it or cancel? Yeah, they, the yeah. the announcement came on every like ten minutes due to the inclement weather. Tonight's showing of Fantasmic may be delayed or or canceled due to whatever. Yeah, so there's a lot of like slippery surfaces for the characters. They can slip and fall, and yeah. so it's a issue and it's totally like i totally understand that i, I wouldn't have been yeah. mad if it was canceled for the for the rain I, you wouldn't want to get have someone get hurt because you're trying to watch a show like i get that right um so just keep that in mind and definitely 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 bring snacks this is this is the place to do it and what's mm -hmm. nice is you have a designated seat whereas if you're waiting for the fireworks at magic kingdom or epcot you have to like sit on the ground or like kind of like lean over a garbage can maybe to eat but here you're like sitting down you can eat off you know put food in your lap and eat like that part's nice a lot less sardini in this area <laughs> sardini yeah all right we have one more firework show to talk about it happens to be in the same park the star wars galactic spectacular which they have not announced is either staying or leaving once yeah. galaxy's edge opens it's probably gonna stay because they're I mean, gonna need star wars studios so i think well, they're gonna <laughs> I don't know if because they're not gonna. I don't. I guess I don't know that they're not gonna shoot off fireworks in there. But that would mean that everyone has to go to that section. So I'm sure this is gonna be a way for them to pull people out at the end True. of the night. So yeah. I'm, it's probably gonna stay there. For, now that I think about it, it's probably gonna stay there for a while. This one's a little bit different, I think, than for sure than Illuminations because you go back to the same type of style as Happily Ever After because everyone's gonna be in kind of one spot looking in the same direction yeah. as each other. Um, and it, this for sure does not get as crowded as Happily Ever After. There's no castle involved, so it's not quite like that same magic feel. Not to right. say it's not a good show. It's a fine show. Um, but there are still some, like, not as great areas to be in. Um, I would yeah. say don't you don't have to be in the front, like the front front of it, because a lot of it is happening close to you. So the fireworks are going to go up, and you're going to be looking almost like straight up it's going to feel like. 
definitely step back a little bit. They do projections on the Chinese theater there. You want to be able, you can see all of it without having to like turn your entire head the entire time. So I'd say towards the end of the first group of people, they do divide you to allow for a walkway. So it's like one group of people and then there's a space like, I don't know, 10, 12 feet wide where that's considered a walkway where they have it taped off. And you see the cast members there with like the uh, people who work at the airport with like the big light, yes. the wands, you know. Keep walking, keep walking. Yeah. So if you can't yeah. make it toward the middle or end of that front group, then I would definitely say in the front half of that next group of people is fine. And with this show, they have like those two big... Um, Projection towers? Yeah, and they're not see-through. Like they're they're right. enclosed. So you kind of lose a little bit of your perspective there if you're too close to them. So you definitely want to be toward the middle. I know this is all ideal, but something to think about when you're going there is even if you're closer, but that means you you know closer to the front, but that means you're up against the projection thing. I'd rather be farther away and in the middle than closer and up yeah, against. I definitely it. want to make sure you're in front of the projection towers. Yes, if you can. But yeah, it's not a big area. I will say, like, it's not a ton of space. And again, I would say forty-five minutes yeah. to, to snag is, a spot. And this is definitely one where I would say don't like kill yourself to get there forty-five minutes. Just make your best effort, and yeah. I, I you I still think you're going to get a good spot. Unlike Happily Ever After, though, there are not a lot of good alternative spots. Whereas in Magic Kingdom, because the fireworks are shot off so far away and there's space in between the castle and where they get shot off so you can watch them in Fantasyland, as an example. Here, you can see them from the parts of the park. But, like, it, I, to me, it just loses its effect because a lot of what's happening kind of is the projection. Yeah, it goes along with the projection. Yes, otherwise, they're just kind of like... They're like, you know, good fireworks. <laughs> you're like, oh, that that was cool, but I don't even know what that was for. Okay. Yeah. Like, one and then time... it's like minutes later, you're like, oh, okay, there's another one. But <laughs> there's another I one. Know, I don't um, know what that was for. Because one night we happened to be behind the theater watching the fireworks go off, and it wasn't bad or anything. It just was like, then at that point, that's they're just fireworks, if that makes any right. sense. Because you can't really tell what's going on. So definitely be out in the front of it. Do we know how, like, do we know the official, like, time that they tape off before shows? I if don't it's know. like, I'm curious what that is. Like, if they're like, okay, Happily Ever After starts at eight, taping starts at seven fifteen. There's like gonna be a live start... taping. Um, a real, <laughs> no, a know. real joke that cast members do. Um, <laughs> if, I'm sure that it's gonna depend on their crowd projections for the day because I know okay. if if they're like ten, twenty, thirty thousand people more than a usual day, they're probably gonna start taping earlier than. They're not a day yeah. when they're not, they don't have a projection for a higher. And if you crowd. don't know by taping, we mean they literally put tape. It's like, like masking on the ground. tape, basically. Yeah, they yeah. put masking tape on the ground to show like where you can stand and where you're supposed to be walking. We really so. should have invested in whatever company. <laughs> Some masking tape. they have to Seriously. go through roles. I mean, I've, asked, I've asked before, but I can't remember what, um, what they said, the people that I know who do that, who do the taping. They yeah. just, I mean, they have, pl- you know, tons of rolls of tape. Um, all the tape. We have one, and I really don't like calling this a spectacular, okay? I'll leave, wait, I'm going to leave my negative. Well, yeah, I was going to show you what my first comment was. My first comment for Rivers of Light was, don't go. <laughs> <laughs> There's your first tip. Waste I, of time. I know, and I feel the same way. Some people, and then love, I, it Some people love it. And then I feel bad because I think, well, I don't, I don't want to yuck their yum, as people say. <laughs> I, I don't I don't want to pee in their Fruit Loops or whatever the phrase is. So, um, Rivers like of Light. It, yeah, there's... I mean, there's very limited seating. Just, I mean, they have like that area for you to watch it. Yes. Um, but it's very limited. Like I read that people literally start showing up to that an hour to an hour and a half before. I For sure in the beginning, people were lining up for it. Now, 
during the busier times, they do multiple showings of it. For they a while, do. for Christmas time, they were doing three shows a night, I want to say. Wow. wow. Um, and again, there are no fireworks here because it is Animal Kingdom. That's just how Animal Kingdom works. There's some water uh, screens. Yes. Yeah, there's definitely water screens. Don't go on a windy night. Um, but it, it is an amphitheater style seating. So, you know, it's got the tiered seating. So uh, it kind of really doesn't matter too much where you sit. It's not like you're going to have to like stand up or have to look at your pants and up their seating. But you don't have to worry about really seeing in front of people blocking your view in front of you unless they're particularly tall. You can fast pass it. You can use a, a fast pass to guarantee a, uh, a seat, if you will. They were saying like, even if you fast pass it, like if it's a busy one, you'll, you'll need to be there like early for the fast pass, but that still will guarantee you a seat. Yes. You'll get in. Yeah. Um, and you'll see people who don't get in or don't even try to get in and stand along the wall on the outside and watch. There are not a lot of those spots and they fill up very yeah. quickly. If you don't, you know, if you want to kind of catch a feel for what it is, just take a peek at it then and then maybe go back the next night or a different night on your trip if you really want to watch it mm-hmm. instead of investing the, the time if you're if you're unsure about it. Um, I would say, I guess if you haven't seen it, then maybe maybe it's for you. I don't know. Go maybe check just it watch out. it on YouTube and then decide if you want to see yeah, it. Yeah, just pro- like peek at it. Don't watch the whole thing, but just get a vibe, you know, get a, get a feel for it and then decide if you yeah, want to watch it. Kind of as with a lot of things, if Disney does like more than one showing at a nighttime thing, um, the second one, like the last showing is usually less crowded. Yes. So you probably have a easier time getting in, like getting seating and stuff for the second showing or third if it's during Christmas time. But I mean, it's like that for the Halloween party. It's like that for the Christmas party. Like anytime they're doing the second showing of something, uh, it's usually a little bit less crowded to go to. For sure. And of course, uh, we're talking about the parades with the Christmas and yeah. Halloween party because they only do the fireworks once right? during the parties. But yeah, if there's two of something, go to the second one. I'm curious if they would ever do Happily Ever After more than once. I don't know if they have enough time to reset the fireworks. Thought about yeah, that. that's true. I forgot they use so many fireworks. They use so we so talk many about fireworks. this, they use like millions of dollars every yes. night. When we um, tell people that, they're like, no, there's no way. I'm like, oh, way. And that's just for one show. I should look that up because it sounds like a lot of money. It's a lot, it's a lot of money. It's well, a you lot got, of money. you have, not only do you have like fireworks, but you have fireworks that make shapes and stuff like <laughs> that. Like, those are very specific. They make shapes. Very specific, very expensive pyrotechnics. That so. is true. So um, if you want to let us know of a tip that you have for us and for everyone who's living that park life, let us know in the uh, comments for this post on Instagram, the post for this episode, because I'm sure there's something you do that maybe we don't do and something we can do the next time we go based on what you tell us. And of course, on Instagram, we are at that park life podcast. Yeah. And don't forget to rate us on iTunes um, and leave us a leave us a fun little message a fun What's little a fun little ditty a fun little ditty about your a little ditty about my life <laughs> um yeah people, my mind is like so gone <laughs> this today. is the first time we're recording on a sunday and i yeah. worked all day today and yeah, at my us. job i there's days when i have to use my voice a lot And today was one of those days. Review. That's the word I was thinking of. Leave us a fun review. Gosh, guys, I need help. (laughs) So your mind is out of it and I feel like I'm losing my voice. You leave Um, a good review. It will help us. Yes. (laughs) You leave good review. You leave good review. You leave good review. You find me Instagram. Love (laughs) Princess Printing. (laughs) And I am at Energy Adventures. Uh, mm-hmm. Thanks for listening. If you haven't already, if you don't like that we're posting on a Monday, now's your opportunity to go out there and go to our survey because it's still open before we close it. Yes. Let us know how you feel about it. Hey, if you like it, let us know. Be like, yeah. yes, 
keep doing that because that might help us we're, too. We're flexible. We're, we're trying doing, it out. We're, we're trying it out. We can. All right. Well, I guess I guess that's it, kids. That's it. All right. See you next week. Bye, everyone. Seacrest out.